everybody, and welcome to Hello Rello. The theme of our podcast is really simple. We focus on building real estate expertise. If you want to create and maintain a thriving real estate business, then this is the place for you. The host of our podcast is Sue Stiles, the director of real estate and mortgage for Rello. Hi, I'm Sue Stiles, your host with Rello. Hello, Rello podcasts. And today I have um, real estate agent Caitlin Gottlieb with us, and she's going to have some good advice for new agents. Caitlin's an award-winning realtor. She founded um, Exclusive Calgary and then co-founded Exclusive Edmonton, one of few realtors I know actually spanning two different cities uh, far away in a province. She works with the Century 21 Bamber Brokerage, and she's been licensed for up to 12 years. I think coming up, she had said her uh, career has spanned the interruptions of marriage, uh, the pandemic, a first child, life and death. Talk to us, Caitlin, how are you today? I'm really good, thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. Well, I know realtors do reach out to you and ask for your advice all the time. And now you're at a great level in your business. You've built a wonderful brand, but um, I wanna get back to, you know, Caitlin, in the beginning, when you first got licensed, I mean, what, maybe you can just tell us what gave you the idea that you might want to do this as a career? Yeah, I mean, real estate has always interested me. Um, and in large part, it was because I absolutely love marketing. So growing up, being born and raised in Calgary, I was very interested in oil and gas. Um, back when I was starting to get into real estate, oil and gas was really taking off. And so my original thought was actually to be a landman. Um, and so I was in school for oil and gas, very interested in marketing, but the two weren't really crossing over. Um, I was working at my father's law firm at the time, and he did a lot of real estate. Um, it actually was funny. It was a combination of a few different things. Um, one, I had some health issues that prevented me from being able to go into the oil and gas field as a long-term plan. And so what I did was I went back to Mount Royal. Um, I took some studies in marketing. And, you know, when things really started to line up, I was like, no, I want to do real estate. Um, so I took the real estate course at Mount Royal. I took it along with some more marketing and the two you know, ended up being a really great marriage and a wonderful career for me. Yeah, marketing, when you're an entrepreneur, you can really take the reins to that, right? Now, I I know you have shared in the past some interesting stories of your first real estate purchases. Maybe you can share those or one of those. At yeah, least. for sure. So uh, <laughs> when I was first looking for a house for myself, um, I had used an agent that my dad had recommended. He had known lots just through the business and whatnot. Um, but I really didn't know how to advocate for myself. And the truth is, I was so excited about the opportunity of home ownership um, to, you know, live on my own to get all of that started that I overlooked a lot of really important aspects. And I think that really brought me back to why I wanted to be an agent in the first place, because a lot of people that go into the business talk about wanting to help people. Um, but there's different levels of that. So I'll give you an example. The first condo that I bought, I walked into it and I fell in love. I was so excited. I had these ideas, me and my puppy Lexi, we're going to have our first place. Everything about it was perfect. It was walking distance to restaurants I loved, a wine bar I loved, everything. Um, what I didn't realize until 
literally the day I moved in, my mom came to take a look and it was a one bedroom with a little den. It was perfect. And she said, well, where are the closets? I said, what do you mean, mom? Because, you know, being a female in her early 20s, I took a look around. There was not one closet in the entire thing. So there were two small bedrooms, no closets. Mm. And, you know, certain things that you just, you don't see when you're getting excited. Um, And then, so, you know, a year later, someone wanted to buy the entire building. So luckily I was able to get out of there unscathed and a little better, went to buy my second place um, and didn't realize till I moved in that my SUV did not fit in the parkade. So, you know, it's these little things that you just need someone to say, okay, hey, but let's check this. And, you know, let me remind you of that. And did you think about this and that? So, you know, a few of my own real estate blunders, but that's okay. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine bringing all your clothes (laughs) in and having no closet for them? I think, you know, those initial circumstances make some of the best realtors when they see or have experienced how things went wrong or um, didn't meet expectations. And it almost makes you advocate more for your clients because you have this sensitivity to that. Um, Well, tell me, when did you get licensed? What year was that? Okay, so uh, this will be my 12th year. Yeah, I don't even remember exactly what year it will be. I did one year at uh, a bigger brokerage, and then I've spent my last 11 years with Century 21 Bamber. Wow. And uh, was the class, were the classes still in person? You said you went to Mount Royal College, so you got to go to class. Yes, I I did my classes in person. Yeah, because they're all online, you know, nowadays. But even when you went to class, tell me what, how did you feel when you came out? Like, did you feel prepared to help people buy and sell houses? Um, how was your feeling as a new agent? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, um, I think that the courses can be great. But what I realized almost immediately is real estate truly is Um, a practical career. You need to actually have that experience. I feel like the majority of my knowledge and what I've learned in real estate really is from being in it. Um, It was a little bit difficult for me coming out of real estate school because, you know, what you learn in the books um, is a lot different than practical application. Um, So I really felt there was a bit of a disconnect there. Um, You know, the industry has changed a lot since I've been in in the industry. Um, I think there's a lot more opportunity these days for teams, for mentorships, you know, for one-on-one, which I really wish I had back then. Um, But yeah, I mean, when I first came out of real estate school, I, I really didn't feel prepared to be able to offer what I can offer now. Yeah, it takes that time to get the wheels turning but so as you're thinking about that you know if you if you could go back and talk to yourself you know once you got your license in your hand maybe share some advice what would you tell yourself when you were a new agent sure so I mean the number one thing I think I would share is is to get a mentor um you know there's absolutely nothing wrong with you know, asking for advice, asking those questions, having someone that you can trust, that you can look up to, that you can go to with these things. You know, you're not expected as a new agent to know it all. That's just not possible. Um, But there's some really great teams that, you know, will take new agents through and really teach them the ropes. 
Um, you know, one thing I really wish that I knew as a new agent um, is that when you first get out of real estate school, your friends and family may not use you. And, you know, I, I know that sounds funny because mm-hmm. we all think like, of course, they're going to support us. And like they want and I really believe they do want to support you. But I think that as a new agent, your friends and family know you as the person you were before you got your license. They don't quite know you yet as a realtor. And so it takes some time to get that experience. Um, And I think that's okay. But if you're working on a team or have a great mentor that can back you up, take you through the steps, um, that'll come. But, you know, you'll find some absolutely incredible clients that start out as strangers. So I think, you know, having your close network is really important. Um, but being able to put yourself out there and broaden that is is just so important. It's invaluable. That's such good advice. I, I bet people don't think of that, that it's possible that your friends and family won't use you in the beginning for whatever, for various reasons. Uh, and also, even when you've been a realtor for a while, when friends or family do hire you, I always remember to um, recommend to agents like put on your real estate hat. Yes. I want to be so casual. Yeah. Speak, go ahead and speak to that. No, I think that's really important. It's like, you know, when your friends and family do use you, prove yourself, like show them what a professional you are. Do your absolute best job. You know, if you're sitting down and doing a market evaluation, you know, I always stray away from keeping it too casual. You know, everybody's different, but I opt, you know, to not do it over a glass of wine. I'll do it over a coffee. Like I still come dressed up in my, you know, my blazer, my everything. I want to show them the best. I really want to showcase like, thank you for supporting me. And now I'm going to do the best job I possibly can so that you know, you didn't use me because you love me. You use me because I'm good at what I do. And I want to showcase that to you. Yeah, that's how people want to feel afterwards. So what else, if you could go back and talk to yourself when you are a new agent, what other advice would you give yourself? Um, I would say do the hard work. So I really believe in, you know, doing a lot of the things that feel uncomfortable. I would allow myself to go out of my comfort zone. A lot of times now, I think we've become so reliant on technology and sitting behind a camera, behind an Instagram, that it can be quite intimidating to go and knock on someone's door and ask for it. Um, You know, even circling back to the friends and family, I think a part of that that I missed that I really wanted to touch on is, you know, your friends and family do want to support you and help you, but maybe rather than asking for their business, you could ask them for a referral. Do you, you know, could you help me by letting me know if you hear of someone looking to buy or sell? You know, could you put my name out there? Would you, you know, say my name in a room full of people that you admire? Those type of things. Um, But I think that you know, going in with proper expectations, some people I often hear say, I'm going to go into real estate, I get to make my own schedule. Yes and no. I mean, you know, I think that it takes time to build up your career and your credibility. And oftentimes you work around your client schedules. And I think that's totally okay. But putting in the hard work, Um, you know, sitting open houses for other agents, doing door knocking. If you know that a client wants to live in a certain area, get to know that area, get to know the community, you know, become 
a person that people go to. If you know that someone's looking for, you know, some sort of contractor and you have a great contact, be the first person to share that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I think all of those things are are really important. Coming from a marketing background and an interest in marketing, it's really, um, thank you for being so open and honest because I think a lot of people want to do that social media marketing marketing too, and yeah. maybe even emulate. I know a lot of realtors, a lot of people follow you, you know, and see wonderful posts and wonderful social media. But I think what I'm hearing you say is, of course, there's a time for that, but you have to do the legwork. You actually have to make the phone calls and shake hands. Is that what I'm hearing? That's exactly right. And, you know, social media has become so prevalent and I think it's a wonderful tool, but I think it's one of many, many tools. And, you know, I can say social media can be wonderful and I love marketing. I love the beautiful photos. I love to showcase people's homes in their best light. I love my clients to feel proud of what I put out there because they've worked so hard on their homes. So that's part of it. But, you know, by nature, I'm actually much more of an introverted person. So I often struggle with social media. Um, You know, where's the line between putting yourself out there as a professional, um, being vulnerable so people recognize that, like, you are a person and you still have the struggles, um, and then doing a best job for your clients. And I think for everybody, that looks different. Um, But, you know, if social media is not your thing as a new agent, that's okay. And if it is, utilize it. Um, I think it's a great tool, but it's really one of many. It's not all of them. Yeah, good, good thing for people to hear. And what about the other practical things like, uh, you know, every time you list a property or every time you take a buyer as a client, all those systematic things. um, I know you have mentioned, you know, you don't always have to reinvent the wheel, but but how do you come up with your own systems and processes? Yeah, okay, so that's a really good question because often with new agents, we all hear, you know, I want to do real estate different. We're going to change it. And I think what I learned is that you don't need to reinvent the wheel. I think it's really important. And in fact, I think it's really healthy to have people that you look up to. Um, When I came into the industry, there was a ton of realtors that, you know, I looked up to, I admire, and I still do today. You know, I can think of a handful in Calgary and Edmonton. I absolutely love to work with them. You know, they're my colleagues, but they also were a bit of my inspiration. So what I'd say to new agents is, you know, I think that a lot of times we hear that imitation um, is a, a form of flattery. Um, And I agree. I think you can look to people uh, that you look up to for inspiration, but it's really important to make it your own. There's a fine line between taking something that somebody else has done and making it yours or using them as, you know, inspiring. And I think that all of us have something different to offer. But following along and seeing, okay, what made that realtor successful? How did, you know, how does she get her clients? What makes her listing presentation stand out? You know, each agent is going to have their own recipe for success. And I think taking a really close look, asking them for help, hey, can I take you for lunch? Can I take you for coffee? Um, You know, sometimes we have agents that reach out on Instagram and it's very flattering when somebody thinks that, you're worthy of asking those questions too. Um, but what I would say is, you know, make it a little more personal. I'm going to be much more 
open to, you know, having a conversation that someone, you know, with somebody that gives me a phone call, then maybe sends a message. And for me as a new agent, I always tried to be very respectful of these bigger agents' time um, because I really looked up to them, but I knew they were busy. So I knew if, you know, they were going to give me some time, I wanted to really value that. And, you know, people were really kind to me in the industry. And so I always try and lead with that now because we've all been brand new. Hmm. Yeah, true. I, I think that's interesting to hear you talk about reaching out to, I guess, you know, your competition, but you don't, you don't seem to take a view like, like that, um, a lack or, you know, a not enough view. You seem to take, uh, there's enough for everybody and, and a respectful view. I really do believe that. I believe there is enough business to go around. I really do. And I think that the more you can look at your colleagues in a collaborative way over competition, like I really do view agents in my area and female agents, especially like these are my colleagues. These aren't my competition. I look up to them. I love working with them. Um, I just think that's so important. And really the relationships that you build, I truly believe are what is going to give you longevity within your career. Um, You know, the shoe is always going to be on the other foot. I think it is so important to remember that no matter what side of a transaction that you're on, the way that you treat people, it doesn't matter if you're in year one, year 10, year 20. Um, You know, we all deserve respect and we all remember how we were treated. So I don't think there's a hierarchy of, okay, well, I've been in the business 10 years you know, so I'm going to run this deal. Like, no, I, one blink ago was the person, you know, coming in my first deal, nervous, young, everything, but the better you treat people, I really believe that comes back to you. And, you know, there's some phenomenal agents, you know, here in Alberta, in Calgary, in Edmonton. Um, yeah, I mean, there's inspiration everywhere. I, when I hear you talk like that, I hear something that you said to me before about having confidence and humility, yeah. that there's this partnership between you, you're strong and you're confident and you know what you know, but you're also humble enough to respect other people. And you're very right people, realtors, any sales profession for sure. It's like you build your reputation behind closed doors. You know, it's what people are saying about you behind closed doors that builds your reputation. So being conscious of that right from being a new agent, what a gift. Yeah, I mean, I think that humility takes you a long way, um, both with your colleagues and with your clients. I think that if there's something that you don't know, it's okay to go out and learn it. And something that I absolutely love about the real estate industry is that it is constantly evolving. There's always something new to learn. And I love those challenges. I love that there's education. I don't think I'll ever be at a place in my career that I don't have something to learn. Um, I don't think I'll ever feel like there aren't agents that I can be learning from. And, you know, I am very flattered when someone feels like there's an opportunity to learn from me. I, I think that's, you know, one of the best parts of this industry. Yeah, being open and learning. Now, uh, you touched on it before around... Um, work is at your clients on your client's schedule but how have you managed to navigate the important parts of life and death and running a business because i mean it's you right i mean your business is you it's not like the 
you know, the corporation is going to take over because you have to go on maternity leave. How have you navigated that? Not that it's, has it worked perfectly? I don't know. Maybe you have some advice to share for others. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's never going to run perfectly. You know, we all just do our best. Um, I've had, you know, some ups, I've had some downs, Um, you know, even with social media is a perfect example. Sometimes, not sometimes, we all are going to go through things in life that are going to be difficult. And so for me, in times that I've had to go through some really tough things privately, I've chosen to take a step back from social media. And, you know, there's companies out there that um, can help you with your social media platform. You can, you know, plan posts ahead of time to do all those type of things for you. So I think that there's a real need for work-life balance. And I think that in real estate in particular, that's a very, very hard balance to find. Um, if I could tell myself or give myself advice maybe 10 years ago, it would be to have better boundaries. Because what I've learned over time that I didn't realize in the beginning is you don't necessarily have to be in this hustle mentality to make it. Whereas, you know, when I got in the business, it was, I was working 24 seven, seven days a week. I said no to nothing. Like I missed a lot of dinners, a lot of important conversations, a lot of events I wanted to be at because I thought if I didn't do that, I might not make it. Um, But I realize now if I set certain boundaries, even if it might be, you know, not letting your clients know I'm available 24-7, maybe you're not available at 7 o'clock because you want to put, you know, I want to put my daughter to bed and I want to wake up and have breakfast with her. But clients respect that and uh, you do work around their schedule, but I don't mind that. That's part of the business. But I think, you know, the same respect that you give your clients You also want to give your family and you also want to give yourself um, because it is easy to burn out. Um, I know myself, I pushed through things at work that I probably shouldn't have. um, And I wouldn't give, you know, a friend in the industry the advice to do that. It's kind of, you know, I don't, it's it's tough. So much. It is a lot. But, you know, on the same hand, it's so rewarding. There are so many beautiful things about this industry. And I think that going back to developing relationships with other agents really can give you a camaraderie of not feeling like it's so lone wolf. And that's a really tough part of this business. But if you build those relationships, you know, grabbing a coffee, grabbing a lunch, carving out time to make sure that you're talking to people that, you know, they're in it with you. Oh, it can take you through so much. Yeah, I love that piece of advice. I hope everyone listening is hearing that, you know, don't isolate yourself. And I know over the pandemic, I heard from so many real estate agents all across North America who were pushed beyond their level, Mm -hmm. who were so busy and they kept thinking, oh, you know, tomorrow it's going to ease off. Tomorrow it's going to ease off. It didn't, you know, for a year uh, and they overdid it. And that's the time you really need your colleagues to gather around you. And I would encourage new realtors now, especially if you're taking the course and they're all online, to find a way to meet with other new realtors, experienced agents, and build up a little bit of that collaboration and and um, team, I guess, team, even though it's entrepreneurial. Yeah. And, you know, you don't even, if, if the team, you know, 
format doesn't necessarily work for you, that's okay. There's lots of groups. There's, you know, realtor mastermind groups you can do. There's lunches. Um, There's lots of things. Like for me, when I didn't know anyone in the industry, I didn't always want to just call on agents and ask for something without being able to give something in return because I just wasn't necessarily comfortable with that. So I was often offering to sit their open houses, um, you know, to do all those different things, deliver some flyers, anything. And then, you know, in turn, I got some really, really great advice from them. Um, mm. But yeah, I think it's important. Put yourself out there, you know, grab one of your one or two colleagues. And, you know, it kind of brings me back. I, I don't know if they still do this or not, but What I did hear from other agents, and I experienced this as well, was that in one of the classes or your sort of final class when you're in real estate, um, they would say to people, okay, look around the classroom, Um, you know, five years from now, only two or three of you will still be in the industry. And that really struck me. I thought, I don't know, that never sat well with me and it never left me. I thought, why not say like, look around. These are the people you're going to be working with. These are the people that are going to be your friends. These are the people that you need to uplift when the market shifts, when the market goes down, when you're having a hard time. Like, get a few of these people's number. Help them. Follow them on social media. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that if there was a little more of a collaborative approach, we would have agents that are in the industry for longer than five years. Mm -hmm. That, That fear mentality, I think, needs to go away and just say, Hey, she's just like you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at, at any agent's orientation, when you go to your board, if they if you're walking through with a group or if there's a group, take Caitlin's advice and look around the room yourself and get people's numbers and make those relationships. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something about sitting open houses. And I was wondering, you know, every new agent wants to get their first client, their first deals. They want to build relationships outside. And you've done a really good job. Uh, a unique job, I think, with building relationships with builders. Maybe you can just um, share a little bit about about that. Oh, yeah. I um, like to consider myself quite tenacious, and I <laughs> I kept getting a lot of no's. I was, I was too early in the industry. You know, I was 25 years old, female. You know, I, I just didn't have the experience under me, but I really knew what I wanted. And what I really wanted was to represent a builder that I really loved. I had always looked up to that. You know, I love show homes. I love new homes, all of that. And so I started by, you know, emailing, cold calling. It was getting me nowhere. The relationships were built. um, And I was always very conscious to not try and go after builders that already had representation. I think that's really important. I mean, there's all different ways to go about it. But for me, I wanted good relationships with the realtors I looked up to. So what I started doing was, you know, I'd get no, no, no until I'd say like, okay, well, what do you not want to do? Let me do that okay, you have a new listing, then I will go deliver the flyers. I mean, I was sitting open houses um, for people that weren't even at my brokerage. It, it just didn't matter. I just wanted the opportunity to be in beautiful houses and get in front of 
clientele that weren't necessarily coming to me first. Um, And it did end up working out really well. Like one of the first builders that I worked with who I ended up working with for a long time and absolutely loved, uh, he was self-represented. So he was a self-represented builder, was not looking for representation. Um, And so I did. I started by open housing and just said, hey, can you please let me open house for you? Let me find you a buyer for this house. So I wasn't looking for anything on the seller side. I wasn't looking for the listing. I just wanted the opportunity to prove myself. And I open housed that until I found a buyer. And then I asked for nothing more except for to do it. And then I asked for the opportunity to sit another one. And so eventually you do build a relationship um, and he became one of my best builders. And, you know, through some of the really strong years in Calgary, it was wonderful because I was able to, you know, have some pride around representing someone that I really aspired to in the beginning and then was able to offer him really, really good service in the end. And, you know, it's a relationship I still really cherish. And that takes the time. It that takes, takes time. The time. If you're hearing anything, you're hearing Caitlin's passion and what she's willing to do to get the job done. And so I hope that encourages everybody. Thank you so much for just sharing your heart and uh, how you've done business over the past 12 years and how you'll continue to do it. Where can people find you if they're wanting to look you up your what's your website and uh what you're on instagram maybe just share a little bit of your contact info sure yeah so uh our website right now is my team website so it's www.exclusiveedmonton.com um you can find me on linkedin um and of course on social media so on instagram i'm just at caitlin.gottlieb um and i'd love to chat with new agents if you have questions please find me dm me there um or honestly look me up give me a call um, I'm, I'm happy to help. I was, people were so generous with me when I got in the industry that, you know, I'd love to have a chat. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Caitlin, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you online. Thanks Sue. Well, that's it for today's episode. Now don't forget to check out our website for some helpful information. The address could not be simpler. It is relo.ca. That's R E L O.ca. And also Don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast site either. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, plus the many others that are out there. Just uh, simply click on our RSS feed, and then every time we drop a new podcast, it gets delivered right to your device. It couldn't be any easier than that. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to Hello Rello, and have a great day.